You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Now for a lesson. Konbanwa, Anime Otaku Show Yokoso. Good evening. Welcome to the Anime Otaku Show. You may have heard these words before, but I'll teach you what they really mean. Remember, we will be discussing all episodes up to the ones we talk about tonight. Anata go supporta o kimishi nanara soyo. If you don't mind spoilers, welcome. Go beyond! Plus! Mew. Sensei says, Kanbanwa, Mina-san. This is the Anime Otaku Show, episode 19, and he's your host, Sensei. I'm here, though no one asked me to be, because I have nothing better to do today, Boat. And joining him into the magical worlds of anime are, yours truly, Josh Try My New Bread McGrath. Carrie, Psycho Ticket, Mega God Armor Wilcox, and Justin Funyan Carol. As always, keeping us alive and online is Raul Garza. So I'm just going to assume from the discussion that we just had here, this really long, thrilling, deep conversation that we all really fucking love Planet With. We'll get there. <laughs> what are we talking about tonight, Justin? Uh, tonight's Josh did the intro. Hero. Oh well, yeah. Uh, tonight's shows are My Hero Academia, uh, season three, episode fourteen. Create those psycho ultimate moves, uh, Darling in the Franks, the finale, episode twenty-four. Never let me go. And Planet with season one, episode one and two, Light Seven Flashes and Nebula Soldiers. All right, so let's go ahead and waste no time. Go ahead and hop right into My Hero Academia. Um, so they gave us the uh, whole thing of last episode right off the rip. And again, like 30 seconds of it, I cried again. Why is All Might such a good dad? For the proof that CJ does actually have a soul. But you want to know what another proof that he, you want to know the, the solid proof of him being a good dad? New intro hype! New intro hype. So I love the old hype. opening, but this one is also really, really good. I did not like it. I'm so glad we got a new intro, and I really enjoy this one. Just proving my like theory it. that only my hero's good intros are one, three, and five. Man, so you don't like Odd I Future? Love, I don't. You know, I don't. Well, no, I like Odd Future. I don't like it paired with the... the it's not a good intro. It's not a good intro for me. Like okay. it, it fell flat as an intro. I've since listened to the full song. Like I dig the song. It's not a good anime intro. Certainly not for my hero. I liked it because it was different. Um, but moving on to the new one, I love Deku coming out hesitating, and you just see All Might's just arm just shove him forward. Yes, Th- that visual it, is so boy. fantastic because it's All Might you know, proper muscle form, prime All Might, shoving him forwards. And then when the camera pans back to him running, it's real All Might standing there behind him. Yeah. Beautiful. It is fantastic. <laughs> so hey. cry, I sobbed. <laughs> and um, So I, I don't know if I'm seeing something wrong here with our, our Twitch stream. What? Uh, I'm still seeing. Uh, oh wait, there yeah. we are. You say no. We are definitely, we are definitely good. Okay, for some reason I 
kept on showing 20xx footage so okay we're good now sorry wait 20xx um, footage yeah like videos like gameplay so yeah so we get we get the flashback of all might being super dad and i promise i'm gonna raise you yes and it turns out all might went to the bookstore you guys yes he went he did him some learning. <laughs> he got the, the book and he dog eared the, the fucking back. And Rachel loved it. Rachel squeed out loud after seeing uh, even idiots can be teachers. <laughs> right. Um, he did it. He and did it, it guys. The book had wear on it. He had tabs. He had bookmarks. He dog eared that thing to hell and back, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. He probably stayed up all night reading that thing cover to cover multiple times. Any yeah. person like my daughter, who is a big uh, fan of not dog earing books, she it drove her crazy. She's like, <laughs> Why would anybody do that, Daddy? I'm like, because he's getting his learn on. And um, talking about all my is that. It's just not him helping Deku grow. They are both growing. Yeah. They are. Because he's ne- he's always been, you know, number one pretty much from the beginning. And he's always been kind of separated from everybody around him because that's what happens when you're number one. That's what we saw with Izuku at the sports festival. It's very isolating. Yeah. And he put himself on that pedestal on purpose to, to protect the world basically to become that symbol to become that deterrent and now all of a sudden he got himself a son yeah um, boy and um there was something that i read uh or that i was one of, I, I one of my guilty pleasures is like competition shows and the biggest one that i love is american ninja warrior and i promise mm-hmm. there's a point to this and um something that i heard that actually stuck with me is uh one of the best competitors there um, he's like he. They constantly rag on him for being behind everybody. It's like when you're first place, you can only look back. I get to look forward when I'm in second. First place is crippling. Like, yeah, you're you're ahead of everybody, but you don't know where to go from there. Yeah, there's no going forward. It's exactly. There's just it's yeah. That's why yeah. it's always like you never want to go first in anything. Exactly. Because if you go first, you don't have a goal to to reach. Exactly. Yeah, because you are the goal. Yeah, and now All Might is forced to step back and guide the next generation. And who boy is he taking that to heart? Yes, I he do. I, I love the, uh, the in the intro, by the way, with. Uh, Shoto and um, fucking Endeavor, Endeavor, like back to back doing stuff together. Like that is, that was fantastic to me. Like I I have a good feeling about this season and this season is the last one. I actually know what the hell is like actively going on in the anime (laughs) or in the manga. Cause like, I am not like I stopped after the, uh, the one for all or all for one reveal. Like, (laughs) So we're we're gonna get into what people consider to be okay arcs. I personally like them a lot. Um, also, this upcoming arc is one that I that I forgot about, but once I saw some characters in the opening, I got very excited. Yeah, uh, I got that, excited when uh, Best Girl came back. <laughs> yeah, did you get that that guy with the big gauntlet? Uh, the, yeah, the the like he it looks like he's doing tornadoes. 
become hype become hype and you will you will love it he's he's amazing and well you see him next episode i guess um one thing i noticed was that uh um all might i almost forgot his name i was gonna call him uh (laughs) how dare you i was gonna call him uh one for all i mean which is his, which was I mean, that's court. that's would be fine. I mean, there yeah. are worse. So call. All Might just didn't focus on Deku. He moved on to the other students. He yeah, gave well, advice. I mean, that's what he's doing. He's trying to be a leader. He's trying to be a teacher now. Yeah, because and it's just he's like, I can't teach you by just giving you the answer. You have to figure it out. And yes. not, not to mention, because they're at school, he can't appear to be playing favorites. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's there now. Like. Um, yeah, but like, like, yeah, like the fact that he's not just handing out the things, he's actually trying to encourage the kids to find their own answers. And right. bison looking motherfuckers, I'm playing the intro right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm replaying okay. the intro. That dude just like, I saw the, I saw the guy with the, the cape and the hat, and I'm just like, that's M. Bison. Don't fuck with me. When the hell yeah. is M. Bison getting my goddamn my hero? You mean the, their school uniform is pretty great. Wasn't it the other um, way around? Wasn't it Balrog? It was originally Balrog. Um, because M. Bison was supposed to be the black boxer. Yes. <laughs> but uh turns out when translating to America or getting Americans involved, having a primarily black uh, beast be the black guy doesn't turn out to be very uh, happy for American audiences. So, yeah. Right. Um, but, yeah, so... We're uh we're learning our spe- our special moves today, you guys. Yeah. Uh, the AP shot. The 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 ogi, however you say. Tsukuyomi um, um, being a badass like always, fantastic. Love his absorbing, uh, getting himself cloaked in dark shadow. Oh, oh yeah, Tsukuyomi training. That it, it that good the, good uh... chuny. Sukoyami is this Sukoyami is this freaking superhero name. Yeah. Don't at me, yeah. yo. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> don't at me. Don't at me. Was the suppression training inside the yep. cave? Like, <laughs> I, like, I like the loading bar. Suppression in progress. In progress. <laughs> shooting my acid out of my hands like this. Yeah. Ultimate move: shooting my acid. Of, come on now. Um, yes, but if you like, put your hands together like, like a nozzle, it, oh, it's, it's just like harder. a hose. What was the? Oh yeah. <laughs> What was the name of the uh, the clone hero? Ectoplasm. Ectoplasm. Yeah. Ectoplasm. Like, hey, old guy, this one. Mine died. died. Give me another. I killed this one. Give me another one, fam. <laughs> oh, Bakugo. Oh man, Bakugo is like. You, you're right. You learn to to love Bakugo. Yeah, he is. He is the shoutiest of boys. And after after the the all for one arc, where he basically bucks what everybody's expressions like for somebody who's genre savvy watching that arc you think oh okay here's his villain turning point and then he's like no fuck you guys i'm gonna be the best hero ever and then from that point on you just love bakugo he is he is still the most angry boy but he's he's like angry reacts only yeah it's like he is literally pissed every time deku gets another leg not above him, but just ah, that legs. he's growing. That like, why is he getting stronger? Because Deku's, legs. <laughs> yes. Well, this whole time he thinks that 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 Deku's pulled a fast one on him. 
Yeah, he's been hiding his power for years. And growing up, Deku was his bottom rung standard. Right. I am so amazing because I'm so much better than this worthless, quirkless kid, who you know kind of idolizes me. And you see that a lot in the flashbacks. Is that you know Midoriya is right up there with the rest of everyone. You're so amazing. Yeah. Yep. And then all of a sudden, the hell he's able to throw a ball farther than me. The hell's going on here? <clears throat> and, but then when you see him creating his AP shot, what yeah. does he do? Something that Josh pointed out to me when we were watching it. Oh yeah, th- th- this is unfortunately a uh, so- something where the issue of sub versus dub comes into play you would not get this in the dubbed version because it's in English. But when Bakugo is attempting to create his AP shot and he succeeds in creating it and blows the hole through the concrete pillar, I'm I'm sure they translated it for the dub and the subtitle says, I did it. The word he uses is dekuta. He's using the form of Deku that Deku is basing his hero name on. Uh, the dub isn't in existence yet, so I don't know. Oh, but yeah, I, I'm sure they'll you know just just dub it as I did it. But if you're listening into the dubbed form, you're not going to get that, and it's a nice little touch. It See, is. I I didn't capture that at all. Like, but that's me not really grasping the. Japanese language as much as I would like. Mm-hmm. So um, that is completely lost on me even right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, you notice too, Bakugo is starting to become, even though he is still the shoutiest of boys, he is still the most <laughs> angry boy. He's starting to find, he's starting to use that anger to propel him forward rather than just lashing out and aggressing at everything like where he's actually focusing his power into one point to shoot through three fucking walls yeah right and then comes the moment well Deku is like still trying to figure it out most of the episode what did All Might mean that I emulate him too much the thing is that what you're kind of irritated me about this is he literally learned this exact freaking lesson with Gran Torino. Like, God damn it, Deku. Well, no, the, the thing was, Gran Torino said the same, basically the same concept, but did not, uh, you know, give him the answer. When he was training with Gran Torino, the lesson was, don't try to put everything in one spot. That's how he came up with full cowling. But Gran Torino never said anything about, hey, don't just swim with your arms all the time. He just said that, you trying to imitate Toshinori is a drawback for you. Yeah, like he was he was leading him down that road, but like All Might, he didn't want to just give away the answer. And Deku, being so used to seeing All Might punching, thinks that that's how you have to use one for all. And then they go and see Power Loader. Who- yeah! He's a good boy. Best girl and his apprentice. Oh, I, I, 
I actually think, like, thinking on it, I might actually enjoy Hatsume more than just the smidgiest more than Sue. Sue? So, yeah, because really? she's my kind of crazy. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Like, she's not evil crazy. She's just my kind of crazy. <laughs> she is some, some kind of crazy, all right. She's, she's the manic pixie. Exactly. And I love the manic pixie. She is 300% energy all the time. Never look back. Just go, 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 go. And she broke the fuck out of both Deku and Ochako at the same time. Oh, bye! <laughs> she don't care. She doesn't even realize. I don't think she notices anybody in that way whatsoever. Um... And what are you doing? Touching his body. What does it look like? Oh. <laughs> meanwhile, Uraraka is very much aware, or is at least is becoming very much more aware of her feelings for Deku than she used to be. Yeah. And she don't she doesn't like uh Hasume rubbing up all over her man. <laughs> Let me get at you, boy. Also, my cat is really invading my personal space right now. Like cats do. And that's, that's... Like, Hats- like Hatsume does. <laughs> exactly. Does, does she kind of give him the hint? Because he, she gives him like these right. like power boots. And when he's asking for something for his arms. No, she just gave him the whole fucking suit. Oh, yeah. that's right. Here, use this, use this Iron Man suit. <laughs> they are almost sure. kind of fine. So they kind of just oh, go. They almost um, Iron Man 2 were that. Test pilot just. Oof. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that was the reference. Yeah. 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 Because if you look in in the pile of her discarded support items, you can see a broken Mega Buster. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But and that's and that's part of where May's growth is going to come in as well, I think, because she hears, "I need something for my legs," and immediately puts thrusters on Ida's arms. Or yeah. I need something for my arms and gives Deku an entire full body power suit that will end up actually just hindering him by the time he can actually use one for all appropriately. She is crazy innovator, goes off on all these tangents. She just needs to learn to listen to what people actually need a little bit more. But at the same token, her crazy ideas give Deku another crazy idea. Yeah. Breaking news, Deku discovers legs. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, right before we go into that, and Ida's like, You used me as a billboard during this sports festival. Oh, I don't yeah, I didn't at all. <laughs> By the way, I love him trying to sneak over to Power Loader to get <laughs> what he needs to try and hide it from her, and she just immediately beelines over to him. What'd you say? <laughs> also, Personal favorite Ida moment of the episode when they're brushing, brushing his teeth. He's still doing Also, another good Ida moment is he, him, and Ochako when they're walking down the hallway to go see Power Loader in the in the studio, and they're just chatting, 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 having a good time. BFFs talking whatever. Don't run in the hallway. Always, always Japanese. Right. Hi, Death by Mage. But yeah, that, that's that's Ida in a nutshell. That's why he's class rep. He can go from zero to don't run in the hallway in yep. two seconds flat. 
And it's not a good workshop unless you don't have at least one explosion a week in it. Right. And the thing is, I love it. Like power loader, like you don't get much of power loader, like, but you get enough. It's like, yeah. Hey, yes, she's crazy, but she is never going to stop. She will become the best. She is not afraid to fail. She will continue and she will be everything. You will go to her. Her court, her court isn't her court cork it's a little bit more than a pint her cork isn't i mean she's definitely more than a pint yeah she yeah. is well i mean it's, it, it's, it, it's it's not super genius she has she has very no good no sight. her quirk is zoom vision yeah she has eagle eyes that's it everything else is all her and it's wonderful that way yeah, her and her and Deku, or she and Deku rather, are kind of kindred spirits in that way. They are both otaku, and they literally call Deku an otaku in the Japanese. Yeah. Oh, they or, actually do in the dub. It came around. Oh, that's oh. fantastic. They just call him an otaku. Like that, that is hilarious, and I love it. I'm glad that they kept that word in there. And they like he is for heroes specifically, and she is for gadgetry. Yeah. Yeah, like, like like power loader points out. Hey, that mountain of junk in the corner—that is everything she's made in the past four months. Yeah, she, yeah, just and just the pure like respect. Like he has nothing but respect for her, and I love that. Like you know, in any other anime, any other anime, it would have been oh she's you know she's failed this much or anything like that, or he would be a lot more angry about the explosions instead of no good workshop without at least one explosion a week. But you're taking it maybe a little far. I like Rhino's point too. She's got a very narrow field of vision in general. She's very obsessed with her babies. So Rhino finds it awesome that her quirk is zoom vision. Yes. Yeah, she hones in. And sometimes she hones in a little bit too far, but that's part of... She's got that tunnel vision going. Yeah. Yeah. But again, everybody in this series has room to grow. So a quick thing on the last leg of this episode... Yeah. That's a real knee slapper. Tee-hee. So Bakugo, when he's training, when he's developing his uh, move, the AP shot, the armor piercer, part of the pillar falls off, heading straight for All Might. Yep. And then out of nowhere, Deku comes out using all for one, uh, one for all, and just kicks obliterates this piece of rock. Deku discovers legs. Using movements that nobody has ever seen him use before. Yeah. And All Might does not even flinch. Even though he cannot hold muscle form and there's a boulder coming straight at him, he sees what used to be this scared, wimpy, scrawny shrimp of a kid growing. And all he does is smile. And meanwhile, Aizawa's smile. Uh, proud dad smile and meanwhile Aizawa's jaw fucking drops yeah um so and I don't remember them ever bringing this up but do they now know like I don't they never got into really like who heard all for one saying or one for all rather saying uh, Izuku is the new inheritor of all for one no nobody knows nobody, other than nobody the knows this okay um recovery girl knows all Might knows, Gran Torino knows. Okay. And the principal? 
principal. I, 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 think, I think the think principal so. is included. He, yeah. Probably. I mean, even if he does doesn't like directly, I mean, his quirk is knowing that kind of shit. So. Uh, what about the uh, his best friend, the uh, cop? I don't think so. I think he just thinks he's super strong no, because no, I, I, I that, think that, he knows. He like, know he knew the truth about All Might being limited in what he could do. Yeah. And he yeah, knew the I, truth I don't, about I don't think he knows form. about the nature of one for all. I I, th- I think at at this moment the only people who actively know Actually, what one for all is and what it basically what it entails is obviously All Might and Nidoriya, all for one, which he ain't saying anything. Yeah, until it's and recovery girl. I'm thinking Tsukauchi might know because he was tracking all for one. And I remember what, when we were watching with Rhino, he talks about only a few people know the nature of his quirk. And one of the people he mentions is a close personal friend. And you see Tsukauchi's silhouette. That's a possibility. So <laughs> I think he's, I think he's all Might's police contact for all for one related stuff. Uh, I still think that there is a possibility that Tsukauchi is, is the mole. Yeah, but that's just a huge red herring at this point. Really, really vicious twist. I, I think there's too many red herrings there for that to be the actual case, and I think the other too many red herrings is a uh, Denki Kaminari being the the mole. But we'll see. We still have no legitimate. Do you think proof. the mole could be the rat and be the principal? No, no. <laughs> no. You know who I'm talking about, right? The electric kid being the mole? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, that they just get him when he's in super dumb mode and can't shut up about things? No, I, I think that he does that as a cover and that he uh, that's not actually him. I don't I, think he actually has a weakness like that. I still but don't think it's in the students. Might have both. They, they, they wouldn't pull a soul eater and like make it the uh, nurse, right? No, a recovery girl i mean there's recovery a recovery girl is too good for that world <laughs> i mean there, there's a chance because you do kind of run into yes this game this this show does play with tropes but sometimes playing tropes is playing them straight because once you've played it once you have went anti once you have subverted expectations so much the only way to subvert the expectations further is to do the expectations true so, I mean, there is a chance that the sweetest girl could be, you know, the mole, could be the bad guy. Also, everybody remember what CJ just said, because I'm going to come back to it later in the episode. Oh, me too. <laughs> oh, me too. Um, But yeah, I mean, this this was a good episode to start our new, like, half season. Like, yep. Get, got good new intro, got good just good stuff like I, I really enjoyed i really enjoyed it um new costume yeah new costume hype it looked kind of like the uh like his his leg armor looks a little bit like what hatsume would show off at, like or a version of what is because i thought i saw an exhaust port on there kind of releasing energy if anything um, it's like metal grating. Okay. At the front of his shoes. Okay. Ba- basically, to make them, th- 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 he's basically got steel-toed kicks. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> now, Kiki boy. 
All right. Uh, so then uh, let us finish off the arc of what we've been dealing with now. Darling in the Franks finale. Never let me go. Never let me go. <clears throat> so. All right. We've all got so, words, obviously. Let's uh, uh, first of all, I'm going to make everybody pissed off at me. I didn't love this. Um, so no, that, that's not, that's not even, uh, you're not wrong. Um, this episode simultaneously had way too much and not enough. Yes. I, I was talking to my, uh, I was talking to my wife's, uh, cousin and, um, gosh, it's just, I, so as people on the internet know at this point, I'm an expected father at this point, and yep. CJ is a father of two kids, and yes. so you got you got the parental feels from this episode at least a little bit. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah they, absolutely. they did they did do a very good job at giving you the parental feels, giving you um, those kind those kind of things. Like, right. It so it did well on its person. Uh, developing its universal development or yeah. even conclusion was uh nil yeah i want to that- i want to go into a really quick funny but also entirely plausible uh conspiracy theory that uh happens to be prevalent in japanese anime right now okay hang on that, uh, hat coming. yeah tinfoil hat put it on uh, oh do they think that viram actually got them all well no um one second um so there is a prevailing theory that people think that yoshitoshi abe uh wait no that's not his well prime minister abe um in the last 15 years uh birth rates in japan have gone down significantly every year they never go up in the last 15 years and people blame anime and manga for declining birth rates. Um, and people believe that the government has put into play uh, certain propaganda into anime and manga to promote the goodness of having children, hmm. such as these character arcs, um, such as these character arcs uh, being fulfilled in the end by every single character basically having babies. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like that, that makes sense. I mean, kind of went to say a similar situation as in with, uh, Naruto. Right. Naruto um, bort all of the babies. Yep. One thing I do with the whole, like the universe, not getting enough conclusion slash, um, development at the end. I agree with you, but I also think that that's kind of the point. If they're going to wrap it up in one episode, the point of the story from beginning to end has been the kids themselves. And if you had to emphasize one more than the other, I think it was really important to drive home the people and how they change, how they grow, how they adapt, how they're coming to terms with the fact that everything they've known is a a lie and b gone yes and 
<laughs> but, um, but another but another thing about that is is that uh i was of course right after i watched this episode i cried my father to be tear and then realized this is a, a bit too much like some of the other uh Gurren Logan endings well not Gurren, not Gurren Logan. uh uh trigger endings and gynex endings for me to like really think that this was like a super fantastic conclusion especially with the fact that they didn't beat verm the, the two main characters that's, died that that's they, the thing that that that's they, the basically the con, the condensation of my only real problems with the ending cuz i i enjoyed it i thought it was a nice ending the ending was too much a1 not enough trigger yes exactly well, okay you had a little bit of trigger in there with the final fight that was trigger yeah, I mean, both the main no, characters no, no, no. are even. Even the final fight wasn't trigger because if the final fight was trigger, what would have happened was the entire episode, save for maybe the last five to ten minutes, would have been dedicated to the fight itself. The bomb would have detached from the bottom of Strelitzia. Hero would have been absorbed into the bomb. It would have become its own mecha. Yep, and right. then, and then, and then the mecha beaten themselves to near oblivion against Virm which would have evolved into a super consciousness form based on all the ships around. And then Strelitzia and the, the bomb mech would have fused together into a final, final, final form to destroy Veer. Yeah. And, uh, and the planet going destroyed. together with all of the robots together and then the planets and the robots, uh, the planets and the ships would become their own mecha. And it would just be this gigantic, huge mecha riding another mecha inside of another mecha fighting a mecha with a bunch of mecha robots inside of it with giant floating heads. We did get the the end product of Golden Strelitzia doing the Gynex pose. Yeah. I was okay with that. That yeah. was yeah, enough of that, a throwback. And not to mention the whole us becoming one thing. Like, that's been the theme since the very beginning. Yeah. Right. And Hero went full blue, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. He went, he became the blue Oni like we knew he would. Yeah. Yep. And Worst kept like, secret ever. <laughs> I did like how they kept skipping and hitting important moments back on yes on earth like okay it's been 70 days it's been eight years it's been yeah. tough because we've had to um not rely on magma energy we have to become self-sufficient when we have nothing to begin with but rations yeah yeah Eli and did oh, go ahead i was gonna say even though this did seem too normal Remember at the beginning, we were talking how fucked up this world is and how these poor kids are being subjected to all this. They fucking earned a normal ass ending. They did. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I, I just kind of wish there would have been a little bit more. I mean, you got more fucking character development out of uh, fucking Naomi, who turns out one of the reasons why she, her and Hero couldn't be together is because she doesn't. She's gay. <laughs> yeah, by so, the way, I do. You love got her. more character development out of Naomi than almost literally anybody else. <laughs> I, I was I was about to say except like, for Goro. Goro got uh, some love. Goro turned into a fucking RPG character. Like yeah, I that would, was amazing. I would play a Fallout style game starring Goro. Right. <laughs> let, just let that be a thing. I so I very much appreciate. Um, uh, I I saw a lot of people online completely and totally hating on the fact that they like Ikano didn't have kids. And that she didn't get her "quote unquote" happy ending. Yes, and she I'm just did. Thinking, she and Naomi I'm, I'm hooked just her up. I'm sitting there, and I was like, "No, like 
she's the reason they're surviving she saved every single one of them she is the obvious mvp other than hero and zero two yeah her her happy ending was being the smartest person around and being the most important person because that's kind of what she always wanted the literally important to at least one person yeah she she became a doctor taught herself to become a doctor stopped the premature aging yeah, completely. Like, and if your happy ending for her does involve her getting with somebody, she and Naomi were holding hands at the end of the episode, and it was not a friend handhold. Yeah, and it's one of those things. Remember, in Japan, like handholding is not really something lewd, lewd, lewd. Exactly. Lewd. Yeah. Exactly. It is. It is display of affection. <laughs> like. Uh, oh God! So the other thing, another thing about Naomi is that you know she lost an arm. And that part where they were doing the power of friendship scene, yeah. all next to the statue, yep. and and uh, Ichigo Ichigo being was like a decent ah, person. Oh, that was so good. I'm a hugger good instead chills. because she doesn't have a hand here. Like that, that's good. Thank you, Ichigo, for proving that you are not just a wretched person. But, but yeah, uh, Fotoshi uh, brings in the uh, the uh, bread, and it's like, was it uh, was Zorame having their third? And like yeah. he's, he's working on no, it. No, not like, Zerome. Uh, it was uh, Zerome and Miku. I don't even think we're actually together. They never gave any indication that those two were anything more than what they have always been. Uh, no, you got to know that they were they were just they were cordial in the streets, but freaky in the sheets. <laughs> I mean, possibly, but they did not indicate that those two had kids at all. And they made a point of pointing out everybody's children. Maybe um, birth control. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, and, because Miku was another one of those ones with accelerated aging. Maybe she got. Yeah. Maybe she put herself into premenopause. Yeah, she, she was the only one other than Ikuno at the ending that had gray hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, Zoldame Sensei, first of all, that's adorable. They yeah. got to be. They got to become adults, you guys. They did. Yeah, Zoldame they did. got to become an adult, oh. like he always wanted. And yeah, Kokoro and Mitsuru were having their fourth kid. Yeah, and Futoshi got with a rando and just popped babies into her left, right, and sideways. <laughs> boink, boink, boink. And hey, then man. he's in the baking business. Yeah, uh, buns and ovens all over the place. Oh. And then you guys, Hachi and Nana. We finally got confirmation on Hachi and Nana. Just, just, yeah. and not only that, they're eternal. Yeah, they don't they age anymore. They uh, flash forward these thousand years or whatever took place between Zero Two and Hero coming back. Uh, Hachi and Nana discover now Zero Two and now Hero, and uh, yeah, <laughs> they uh, go shit. These oh, are these two. <laughs> we get that, the that, that is a, uh, we get that is a good thing. Completely flustered. When yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. When, when Goro goes to leave and just gives gives her the full on, I'm coming back for you, Snog. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let me and go she's get them just completely cheap. cut mm-hmm. off guards. You're just like, uh, uh. <laughs> how does words? And it, it was the the ending was good. It was not the it was not what I honestly don't feel is what we deserve after going through this whole wild trip, like this whole wild trip, and then getting like the most anime ending ever. Like, like I said, the ending was too much A1, not enough trigger. Yeah, it, it felt uh, it like was, Naruto. It, it, wasn't, like, it wasn't a bad ending, but it was not a studio trigger ending. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it because definitely... Look, look at what we got with Gurren Lagan, both in the series canon and in the two movies. Yeah. Look at what we got with Kizniver. Look at what we got with Kill the Kill, which don't see anything about that because she's still finishing it up. I did but, not enjoy 
parts of the kiss never ending. Anyway, moving on. No, yeah, you weren't meant to. <laughs> I, I, but they're all I never very, finished it, to be honest. They're all very trigger endings. Yeah. Um, but it, it, this felt like they, it, even if it was a trigger based one, it felt like they were focusing a lot on what they did with uh, Little Witch Academia, like which is a shojo anime through and through. Like, there's not much else other than just shojo bullshit, and but and, I mean, I, I, and it's good. At the main <laughs> core, it made you feel for these characters. Yeah, I it, felt it, it. It it went into subjects you did not really expect for them to be able to cover this well yeah well i mean <laughs> and here, here here's another thing i i may be mandela affecting myself but i remember when we first started talking darling in the franks and in the first couple of really nutty episodes i'm pretty sure one of us brought up the fact that it was going to be interesting to see how trigger did with this series with a one holding half the reins. I think that might have been me because I was definitely like, I, I think I was the most. Hey guys, we really need to take a more look at who the other hand holding this anime is. Yeah, and, and I ended up like confirming half that stuff later, and then I I got confirmation on a bunch of that stuff just recently that I read a bunch of interviews between the staff of A One and Trigger, and Trigger was like, yeah, they don't produce anime the same way that we do. Uh, there was a whole lot of weird stuff going in the very, like, really, it makes sense. Uh, episodes 1 to 15 were, like, pure 9.5 out of 10 for me. Yep. And then pretty much everything after uh, the Shonen level power-up kind of dropped off for me. Yeah. And I was okay for several of those episodes, but, uh, I mean, whatever. It became uh, more and more clear where A1 was pulling harder on the reins. Yes. It got it went down to a 7 out of 10 for me. It it really averaged out to an 8. Yeah, I, I could, I could, I could definitely see that. Like I mean, that's a, a eight for for an anime is really good. I mean, yeah, it, it's not terrible. It's not the two or the one that we give other anime. But it's just yeah. one of those it things. Wasn't like, Junie Tyson? No, it was not Junie Tyson. But it was <laughs> Junie Tyson was a ride. <laughs> it's almost like the trigger. The, the trigger twist is that we didn't get the crazy ramp up. Like we got the what the fuck twist. Yeah. Yeah, but, suddenly aliens, and then feels because yeah, aliens are involved in there. Was, that was trigger, and then A one kind of wanted to bring it back down to earth, literally. <laughs> I, I I didn't even try for that one, but yeah, but okay, a new story begins. Yeah, I mean, yes, it was the anime ending, yes, but it was it was a good ending, not a terrible or an awful ending. It was a good ending for the whole story that they would tell you. Could they have done a lot better? Yes. I I do like that they reincarnated, though. Yes. That they didn't, because it became more and more clear that they were not coming back in one piece. Not only because of how fucking far out they went, the fight with Beerm and almost wiping them out completely. Yeah. And just how far the transformation went for both of them the best way to give them their happy ending after all the bullshit they've been through is to wipe the slate clean, let them meet when they're kids and have their entire lives together. Yes. Yeah, and absolutely. I like how we didn't get the uh, names of them. Yeah, my name is... Yeah, and then uh, real quick before we uh, talk more, um, Ichigo's going through the uh, book 
And she finds the shitty drawing. You suck. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> and then they fill it in, and it's the bird. Yeah, the, that, yes. yeah, that beautiful Sean, and oh. just. And then the um, uh, Kokoro's kids have the book. Yeah, well, that, that, that was the thing is they made it very clear that that book spread like wildfire. Yeah, it like practically a scripture, and that's a. Not only a very good thing that I liked, because it's very important for especially a society like this to realize why they did things the way they did, but it makes it even more important that Hachi and Nana are there the entire time. Yes. Right. Because now that Hachi and Nana can continue to be there, they've got a a bastion of prevention against things going as shitty as they did. Mm. And uh, Hachi is like, maybe I'll change like you. And then you Nana, already have. Yeah, he already and then he has. runs off to play with the kids. Yes. <laughs> oh, there was something I noticed. Like, they didn't revive the kids right away, the ones that were in deep storage. Yeah, because they wanted to make sure that they could support life. Yes. Like, they didn't... And I thought, like, oh, wow, that is great. That is amazing that we wanted to make sure we could support more mouths before we woke everyone up. Yes. Because right now I... they're safe. They're in deep sleep minimum minimum upkeep basically yeah yeah like if they were to come in like right when they were just barely starting out it would have been it would have ruined everything yeah yeah Yeah, they could have all died yeah because they only had uh nestle time or whatever the hell is missile pain and then the and then the uh come back and they just pretty much go back to a slumber and they let the humanity have earth. I honestly, I was expecting more of, I was expecting a better payoff for that too. Like it. Yeah. Like I felt like there should be more. So we might get possible OVA might get, uh, we might get the Gurren login treatment. And get a movie series. Who knows? We just that don't would, know. But that, I'll just be okay with this not being. Yeah, and I'm glad that they didn't like go too far with it and just call, keep holding on to it and you know just treating it, giving it the shonen treatment, like give it the Naruto. Exactly. Like yeah. it just, I, I'm glad that it had its run. They told their story, and then they're out. I personally just wasn't great with the finale of the story, but you know you don't always have to please everybody like yeah there there are certain darling for friends that fans that love the ending and i they're a few not a ton but the internet likes to bitch uh, <laughs> also a weird thing about the show um surprisingly enough american audiences were pretty on the ball with the insanity and uh hype for this yeah. uh, this series did not sell well in japan it's weird that, yeah like not well at all but then like again like copies I, of the blu-ray a few of the like huge um like and i think a lot of it was they were expecting a hyper traditional um mecha anime mecha anime and like from the few like mecha fans that i know like they really disliked this because it wasn't it's not a mecha show. Yeah. 
but they were expecting that and they got burned by it and nothing could save them from that like and talk about mecha anime yeah, yeah let's uh let's get on to our newest one you guys yeah. planet with so justin tell us the pedigree of this show before no 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 you are not allowed to tell us the pedigree of the show i'm not gonna tell a pedigree about the show i'm just no. gonna say i really love the author no oh yeah why not the last time why? This no <laughs> yes hey, i, I didn't oh, even know grand crest yeah, that, that 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 is a fair point, <laughs> Justin. We politely request that you ref- defer from giving us the pedigree, so that we do. So, so this show has been in planning for like seven years after my favorite manga artist. And... <laughs> but, so, but here's the thing, though: is we we picked up this show because Josh and I were scrolling through Country Roll, and Josh was like, "I'm gonna watch this." And so we watched it, and then Josh went on Slack and was like, "Hey, we should watch this." And so we all watched it. Good. And Justin was like, oh, I was looking forward to this. And it's like, okay. So, there's a... I, I, okay, so I really like the show. I'm really excited about it. Very happy about it. It's got a really... It's got a standard uh, Satoshi Mizukami opening where mm-hmm. you don't really understand a whole lot of the stuff that's going on at the very beginning. Yep. You get character introductions and you get weird episodic action in the beginning. Like It's like almost villain of the week kind of in the first episode uh, yeah almost yeah it's gonna yeah happen. but who's the villain Ooh. yeah because this show was going to get insane with if for those of us who are familiar with the tokusatsu genre like i know josh and i are justin is death by mages the quote-unquote heroes the quote-unquote protagonists that we're following have all of the visual hallmarks of a tokusatsu villain gang yes right. got edgy mcedge lord and his weird ass common rider ryuki mask you've got weird cat mascot thing and lowly girl and they kind of have they kind of don't really have a unifying theme other than hey we look weird and then but even they call it out like hey <laughs> i got yeah. knocked out and then these weirdos picked me up and then you've got the oh yeah, don't forget amnesia for Mr. Edgy McEdgelord. That's important. You've got to have no, Edgy McEdgelord, the the amnesiac. Um, <laughs> and then you have everybody who's got the visual hallmarks of being the heroes with their fancy ass transformation and their pose to get posed together as a team because shit just got real and their matching mechs, which by the way are awesome looking Definitely. and zodiac themed, which yes. I fucking love. And you want to sell me something real quick? You add the Chinese zodiac and elemental powers, and I am in like Flynn. Not to mention, they have light themed powers, and the first guy has a tear drinking backstory about being a firefighter because he didn't get to save his mom. Yeah. Oh like, God. how? Like, they, they give you like assassination classroom level, like, feels. With just like the first, like them going through right their weird. The they assassinate your feelings in the first ten minutes. But it's the antagonists, like the. So, I love this, and I hate the frustration that I got about not knowing the fuck is going on. That is entirely a me thing. Yeah, I mean, but like I'm, I'm loving the ride, but just like. It would be nice to know that this ride is going somewhere. Yeah, this, <laughs> this, this the the character that we're following. I've. I haven't learned his name yet. Soda. Wake Soda. Soda. 
Soya. 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 He's a soy boy, literally. He he wakes up and there's a maid and a cat, a giant humanoid cat. The fuck is this anthropomorphized cat? (laughs) 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 That is apparently called Sensei. (laughs) That can trust, that eats him. Kirby ass cat, yeah. So yeah. two two things about the uh, the cat, uh, the uh, figures that he picks up in the living room are two of the main characters from his most popular series, uh, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Those no. are just little old cameos, and they made me laugh. Also, a you're lot a Biscuit Hammer. I am the Biscuit Hammer. Hammer. Oh, and he conties him from oh, straight up. He straight up eats him. Yep. And they go to mech form. Yeah. Does, it, any, does anybody else really, 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 really love his mech form? Because it's fucking awesome. Oh, it's really so good. God, it's it so is. dumb. It's so good. I love and it's it. and it's that weird but also kind of neat half CG trying to kind of look animated but not really. Um, what was that show that did the same thing? Valvrave, I think, did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Valvrave that's just did the first it. episode. Yeah. 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 And then like, somehow. So I am kind of glad that I waited, <sighs> by the way, um, and watched the first two episodes together. Because I can't say that on its own laurels, I really fully enjoyed the first episode. Watching them back to back really helped. Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I can't. Uh, I, I can honestly not. I can, I couldn't give you one way or the other if I would be really in on this, just given the first episode. Because, like I said, I don't. Obviously, I don't need my handheld. I've watched fucking anime since I was what eight. Like, I know. Like, there's gonna be weird shit going on in them. Like, Fully Cooly is one of my favorite things of all time, and that doesn't make any bonker sense. But like, <laughs> this. The like the characters didn't really grab on to me. Like none of it really grabbed on to me until the second episode. Like <laughs> the second episode came around, I'm like, okay, I can get in on this. Like, yeah, because with the second episode, we get the little bit of exposition. Yeah, but there, there's a lot of interesting stuff that happens right in the first episode because we have the the primary viewpoint character because we don't know if he's the protagonist yet. Yeah. Edgy McEdgelord with amnesia wakes up from a bad dream where yep. he's the seven lights flying off to deal with this fucking monster dragon in the sky. Yep. And immediately and you, goes to a dream study book. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a shonen protagonist kid having a weird dream about fighting a monster and he has amnesia. The immediate thought process is, oh, he's a missing member of the team especially once the mysterious unidentified object shows up and a bunch of other heroes with a theme show up and it's, Oh, Hey, it's the guys from his dream. Clearly he needs to go join the team. Oh, I'm going to kick their asses. What? Yeah. And then yeah. he realizes what the power is, what's in the bottle, but he well, we don't know what that is. Well, yet. No, no, no. He like realizes something. Yes. He, he gets some, at least a partial memory back. Yeah, and says, "I'm going to destroy you all." So he's not from Earth. No, he hence, is not. Hence a, the name a, Planet with. Yeah, he's an alien. Yeah, they're all aliens. So I'm assuming that the that these are. I'm just gonna throw my quick theory out there that 
the big guy with the big red hair was at that other planet and he stole their abilities. Yes, I got the Endeavor vibe from him. Not Endeavor. (laughs) Also, oh my god, they super subverted some really great things in there with the whole, I mean, on the second episode where he was trying to monologue and his dad was uh, just (laughs) yelling out in the other room. In the hallway. Would you get the fuck? (laughs) He was hitting on the assistant. The fact that one of the heroes that he recruited is his dad. Yes. Yeah, so good. And, like, and his dad obviously is a badass. So Yeah, and is apparently addicted to steak. Yeah, the steak. fucking meat in this. Like, I have a feeling that we're going to get this. This entire thing is just going to be fully cool as shit. And I, I'm excited for it. But like, yeah, it's like, All where'd the last 30000 go? By the way, that's what? Three thousand dollars. That's three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars. He Sorry. spent three hundred dollars at a steakhouse. Ate and them out of house and home. Yeah, he shows up at all you can eat steakhouses and eats until the steakhouse closes. On his opened a portal mind. to the meat dimension. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and and that's the thing is we get the flip side of the coin where all viewpoint character wants is some meat and he keeps getting tofu yes and beans and and red bean paste i'm wondering Um, if it's because aside from comedic timing and everything like that i'm wondering if meat triggers something evil in him or something like that like he is he is secretly a member of that other faction and any kind of meat will turn him into some kind of raving horribleness that's a possibility or a giant floating pig monstrosity Required watching later if you have the time on YouTube. Go look up Caleb City uh, Venus Flytrap and uh, prepare to laugh way, way too much. Um, so, yeah. So, I have a feeling that he may have never actually had meat before because he's from another planet and there may have not actually been any meat there. Yeah, he needs soy to survive. <laughs> and uh, his name is Soya. Yep. Yeah, he's a literal soy boy. Um, but. Yeah, I'm super happy with this. With this, these two episodes, I'm super excited. I'm obviously completely and totally biased because I Shut love. Up. I I Shut love up. this guy. No. So no. Th- I think there's. I will only, turn this show around right now. I know. I think there's only one show airing this season that I am happier about because it's super ridiculous. And uh, that's Grand Blue Dreaming. I don't know if you guys watched the first episode of that. I have not watched it yet, but I've, um, well, wait, no. Yeah, we did. They were showing it at uh, PAX. And Delbert and I were there super early one morning. And we're like, ooh, this is Grand Blue game. No, we're showing you the new anime. Here's the first episode. Okay. <laughs> what, so, wait, was that the fantasy series? I don't remember this. Okay, was, because Grand like, Blue Fantasy is like a fantasy series. Grand Blue Dreaming is a is a story about a college diving club. Oh yeah, yeah, I was. Oh yeah, gr- yeah, Grand Blue Fantasy. Then wait, why okay. is there already like you in sports anime? I swear to fucking god. Hey, hey, Josh, guess what? It's not a diving manga. <laughs> it's a drinking manga. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> So there, there are literally rules to the Grand Blue drinking game, and uh, the the series has been deemed season four of Attack on Titan. I just need you, I, I just need you guys on your spare time. Go watch. That um, might be our next. I mean, go watch the first episode of Grand Blue, 
and that might be our show me. next week then i don't know Wait, because come we, back to me come talk to me because it's this week this season by the way we're all kind of like uh nothing is uh, super jumping out at us so like, there there are actually a couple of shows out on the season uh cells at work seems like it's possibly I'm very actually good interested in that one it looks interesting yeah, uh, on the anime Reddit the on the anime Reddit threads for Cells at Work, uh, there is a doctor that comes on and does his own discussion thread talking about what functions those characters in the anime do, and they are accurate. That's pretty awesome, and it's great. So that's one that I'm thinking that I might want to go watch. Uh, Grand Blue is amazing. There's a there's a show called Asobi Asobase, which apparently is just memes Bless for days. I've I've watched a couple of the clips that Crunchyroll has been posting on Facebook about it. I'm not sure. That yeah, kind that, of thing didn't work well with Pop Team Epic, and I don't know if that would work. Like, who knows? I don't know anything about it other than meme meme trash. So, but uh, yeah, uh, if if you guys go watch that first episode of Grand Blue, and by the time the next our next podcast will be, there will be a second episode out. Um, um, which Grand Blue are you talking about? Because I found a Grand Blue that had 13 episodes. Uh, that is Grand Blue Fantasy, which is the anime based on the video game that I play mm-hmm. for my phone. Grand Blue Dreaming is the newest. Because so Grand Blue, not Grand Blue. Grand, oh. Grand Blue. Okay. And it is ridiculous. And that's all I can really say about it. Huh. So that, that's the difference between. It, my, so, my so wife, this, this one gets the D, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, my wife does not like anime humor uh, a huge amount, but she laughed at Grand Blue. Okay. Yeah, th- that's something that I issue that I have an issue with as well. Rachel doesn't really like like humor anime. Like the closest I mean, she something clicked on her for Fully Cooley, and I don't know what that is, and I'm glad that it did though. But like. She wants she wants the through line. Like she wants something that is a coherent plot line. And oh, that's why I can't. But yeah, for some reason she looks into Yasha. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> More like Yasha. Everyone has their one bad taste anime. Yeah. Yep. Mine is Skip Beat. <laughs> hey, Skip Beat is like legitimately good and has good been for a very long time. I mean, okay, it's the story and stuff is well written, but the relationships in that anime are so toxic, but I can't stop reading the manga. Uh, yeah, you can have an anime and a manga about toxic relations because the world is full of them. That's it true. It's, it's a bad it's manga. The, I, I could go on about the conflict that I have of actually reading and liking Skip Beat, but yeah. uh, <laughs> at I least only... I, ad- I, ad- I fully admit that there are things about it that I am not okay with. So I, I only read like the first six or seven volumes of it, but I mean, if we're looking for wholesome love stories, you got to go for uh, Ori Monogatari. Uh, my love, uh, my love story is like the the best. Yeah, Monogatari is my is one of mine. I'm not like super into like romancy kind of things. Also, yeah, don't at me. I for some reason liked Love Hina when it was around. <laughs> hey, Love Hina was fine. Uh, I heard good things about that. It's manga, manga definitely a guilty better. pleasure. I don't feel good about enjoying that at all. <laughs> but here's the thing: if you say it's a guilty pleasure and you know that it's a guilty pleasure, people aren't allowed to at you about it. That's how that works. Don't at me. Don't at me. Guilty pleasure. Um, irregular at Magic High School. 
Oh, well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm just the greatest. The greatest. <laughs> Nobody can beat me. I'm science Jesus. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I can walk up to the strongest dude in this other magic academy, put my fingers next to his ear, and snap and kill him. <laughs> it's a very bad idea. I'm magic Jesus. <laughs> he is. Well, Please, my friends, no one ever it is 11.30, and I right. promised I would stay until 11.30. So well, I gotta get to bed, guys. <sighs> Jeez, we're well. ending early, and he's still leaving out us. <laughs> get the fuck off my anime. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and wrap up then. Um, so, this weekend, this very weekend, if you are in the Tampa <gasps> Bay area, you guys, we are going to be at MetroCon in Tampa, Florida, the 19th through the 22nd, on the 21st, which is Saturday. It's a very important day. You know why it's a very important day, Josh? Because we're having panels. Yeah, not one, but, but two. two. Right back, two back, in the same room. So you don't even got to get up. I will tell security to let you stay there if you're a fan of the show. Anime Otaku Show presents Studio Trigger Subversion Inspection and Looking Beneath the Surface is an anime track B panel, room 25. Uh, that is 10 a.m. to 10.50 a.m. Again, Saturday, very important day. And following that is a little bit of a different version, but pretty much this show Anime Otaku Show 2017 and early 2018 anime in review. Same room from 11 to 11.15. So if you are into that, come in, hang out with us. Let us know that you are a fan of the show. And uh, I don't know. I'll give you a hug or something. Yeah. You touched touch Josh's beard. <laughs> Were we literally about to say the same thing, Josh? Yes. <laughs> Damn it, that's what I forgot to do. I forgot to take a picture with Josh's beard. Uh, it, it's like yeah, it's, it's like sea jazz, but it's sea Josh now. Sea <laughs> Josh run. Um yeah, so yeah, hang come hang out with us. Uh I will be there Friday and Saturday at least. Maybe Sunday, not sure yet. Uh plans are weird. Kids and conventions are a little tricky sometimes. Um I guarantee I'm going to be up there the latter half of the day on Friday, all day, all day Saturday. Um, and uh, obviously Josh Carey and I will be there. I have no guarantees of anybody else. <laughs> uh, yeah, but come hang out with us. But if you can't, but still want to talk with us after we go off air, which is completely understandable, get over to geek-io.net slash discord for our discord. We are all there, including uh, shouty boy McGee there, Justin. Hey. <laughs> who got worn his first five minutes into this into there before I made him a show host about yelling at caps. Good job, <laughs> Justin. That's my life. You know this. Uh, caps life. <laughs> uh, if you want to, um, if you want to support this stream and everything that we do in the Gigo Network, and also get some Patreon uh, exclusive Discordy goodness, get over to Patreon.com/slash/GeekIO. Uh, a little bit goes a long way there. Um, and if you want to email the show, you can do so by uh, emailing show at geek-io.net. All of our social media are slash geek.io show to make it easy for everybody, including myself. And I think 
that's about it. Uh, if you are listening uh, within the next 24 hours on Twitch, uh, geek-io.net slash Amazon has a lot of good sales going on and a little bit comes back our way. Doesn't cost you any extra. In fact, cost you less strictly because you went to through our URL, not at all because it's prime days. <laughs> so for the first time ever, thank you everybody for staying the entire length of the show. We will see you next week. Bye. 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 We're back on regular recording schedules, I think. No, wait, maybe next week. I don't know yet. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, are we off air now? No, the outro's playing. Oh, uh, I didn't know there was an outro. That's how bad I am. Hi, my name is Water Buffalo, and I hope you've enjoyed this KK Media Network production. Copyright 2018. You see how that works? Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs) (laughs) Leave, Justin!